The Lord be with you. And also with you. Well, a really good morning to you on this um, Wednesday morning and uh, this service of Holy Communion. As we had last week with our first service of Holy Communion, we will only be receiving it in one kind. Um, I will have communion and then I will bring communion to each of you in your seats. I won't be speaking that you can hear, but I will be speaking to you and as you receive it, it will be as, as we always receive it and you're receiving the bread of life. You have a sheet of paper as well on your seats uh, with letters A to K, which will help you participate in this service. Um, I will endeavour to keep up with it. I've got uh, post-it notes to uh, guide you through it and uh, make sure that we're in the same place. But those are your words uh, to join in. We start with a prayer of preparation. And that is part B. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. My brothers and sisters, as we prepare to celebrate the presence of Christ in word and sacrament, let us call to mind and confess our sins. And we say together, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, Forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in eternal life through jesus christ our lord amen we're going to listen now to come down O love divine an invitation of the hope to the holy spirit that he would come down, his presence would be with all of us, every believer. 
Spirit, thank you that you make your dwelling in every believer. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of the church is governed and sanctified. Hear our prayer which we offer for all your faithful people, that in their vocation and ministry, they may serve you in holiness and truth to the glory of your name. Through our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our readings this morning are from the book of Psalms, Psalm 33, and then the Gospel is from Matthew chapter 10. Psalm 33, verses 1 to 4, and then continuing at verse 18. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Praise the Lord with a harp. Make music to him on the ten-stringed lyre. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love. To deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord, he is our shield and our help. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Hear the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. 
Glory to you, O Lord. This is chapter 10, verses 1 to 7. Jesus called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and illness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. As a child, my mum gave me the task of buying the bread. And she gave me that to do because, not that she needed me to help her, but she wanted me to join in with the family shopping. She sent me out of the car with enough money and a reminder of what I was to get. My mission was to go, remember to ask for a bloomer, a split tin and a nice bun, which I seem to remember I found extremely difficult, apart from the ice bun, which was my treat at the end. Pay and come back with the right bread and with the right change. But beforehand, I would check and recheck the coins. I'd rehearse my lines. And it was with a mixture of dread and excitement that I would run in, do the task. But the best bit was always getting back in the car with the loaves, always with the ice button, not always with the right loaves, change in the other hand. I have no idea what my mum said to me each time, but I just remember the thrill of her saying something to me, which I guess was always, well done, you did well. Mission accomplished. I found today's gospel reading quite similar. Jesus invites his disciples to become his sent ones, and tells them two things, go and proclaim. Now before our reading, or before this, as in Matthew 10, it says Jesus called his 12 disciples to him, and he gave them authority to drive out impure spirits, to heal every disease and illness. So first of all, we see that Jesus is empowering his disciples for that work before he sends them out to do the work. Today, we come to the table to be empowered by our Lord, to be in his presence, to be fed yet again by him, empowered by him. And you'll notice the next thing in the reading, we get to know the names of Jesus' 12 apostles, these sent ones. And if we were to delve into each of their lives, 
it's interesting to see how Christ takes people from many different backgrounds, even adverse backgrounds, and bring, brings them together in loving fellowship. When I first came to Christchurch, I noticed you as a diverse group of people, working towards being both multi-generational as well as diverse, so that you reach all manner of people from different backgrounds and ages in Purley, in Henley, in Coulston, in South Croydon, and to the ends of the earth. I like the fact that the Lord, as he named these apostles, is preparing ordinary people for his kingdom work. Four of them fishermen, one a tax collector. When the Lord has work to be done, if you don't mind me saying, he calls ordinary, unpretentious local people like all of you. Now, as Jesus sent them out, he said, as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. What is this kingdom of heaven, this glorious phrase that we hear so often? Jesus said, when you pray, say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What are we praying for when we pray for the kingdom of heaven? Jesus said to his own disciples, the kingdom of heaven is among you. His very presence among you rather than in you. But in reality and in the light of Pentecost, God's kingdom has come to every person who has acknowledged Jesus Christ as their Lord and King. And if today you have acknowledged the Lordship of Jesus, if he is King of your life, you are already a citizen of the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven has come to you. And as a citizen of the kingdom, there are tremendous benefits for those citizens. Myself, yourselves, as citizens of the United Kingdom, we have many benefits. Even when I travel in a foreign country, there are certain protections that I have as a citizen of the United Kingdom. When we had our passports stolen in France when I was um, at university, it was to the UK embassy I turned and they got me out of a very difficult situation. That's just one of the benefits of citizenship. And it's just because I am a citizen that they will speak up and they spoke up for me. They pulled the right strings. They allowed me to cross over the border and back home. And the UK has an obligation to guarantee its citizens certain rights and certain privileges. But I am also a citizen of a kingdom, as you are, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. And I tell you, the rights and the privileges that we have as citizens of the kingdom of heaven far exceed the rights and the privileges that we have 
as citizens of the United Kingdom. Wherever I go, wherever you go, we have the protection of the Kingdom of God. We have God's protection. We have authority, the authority of the Kingdom of Heaven behind us. Jesus is saying, now you go out and preach, saying, heralding it, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And the disciples were to demonstrate the aspects of the kingdom of heaven by doing the very things Jesus had empowered them for. Healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, and raising the dead. And we read in the prophecy of Isaiah 35, some of the aspects of that kingdom age, where the lame will leap for joy, the mute will sing praises to God, the blind will see the glory of the Lord, and the gospel will be preached to the poor. So Jesus is telling them to demonstrate the aspects of the kingdom by setting people free from the kingdom of darkness. As citizens of God's kingdom, we have been delivered from the power of darkness, and we are to go and tell the story of God's goodness to those who will listen to the message and receive Jesus Christ as King. This meal is a visual retelling for all of us who share in it of the good news of the gospel that God has sent his son and that through his death and resurrection the power of darkness sin and death have forever been broken and we express this deep faith and trust in God's love and power when we proclaim the mystery of faith in the middle of the Eucharistic prayer, and we will say, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Jesus is calling us, like the disciples, to come in, be fed with this bread and this wine, which are to be to us a remembrance of his body, and his blood, and so to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to remember the story, to go out and share it. We come here so that we too may go out and proclaim the kingdom of heaven is near. And we start by declaring our faith in the words of the Creed. I don't think they're on our sheet, are they? But I'm sure you're familiar with them. Join in as you can. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, 
the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Father God, we pray for your church. We pray for your church in this nation. We pray that it will be Christ-led, Christ-centered, Christ-focused. We pray for our bishops and all those in leadership. We pray that they will live lives according to your scriptures and in obedience to them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our nation and our Prime Minister and Government. As we move towards step four or stage four, Lord, will you give our government wisdom? Will you give your people restraint and kindness to love others? above themselves. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our community here in Purley and surroundings. Lord, we pray for your protection over every single person who calls this area home or who indeed works here. We pray that they will come to know you as their living Lord. Lord, you say that the workers are few, but the harvest is plentiful. So pray to the Lord to send out workers. Lord, we pray to you that we would hear your call to go and proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is near. Lord, give us that power that you gave to your apostles, your sent ones, and send us. Lord.
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray, Lord, for all who suffer in mind, in body, or in spirit. Healing, Lord, we pray your blessing and your healing and your protection over all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Christ is our peace. He has reconciled us to God in one body by the cross. We meet in his name and share his peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace in our seats. The Lord is here. His Spirit is with us. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. It is indeed right. It is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, Grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, 
saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself, made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of your kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. And we say together, Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. And we say together at part J. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies 
may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Amen. The body of Christ. The blood of
Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we beseech you, that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by your governors, that your church may joyfully serve you in all godly quietness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. we pray together. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. Amen.